the Sydney Cricket Ground. What a shot under pressure. This is where goal. The best kind of goal. What a legend. What a champion. G'day, g'day, g'day. That's three of the best for you and for someone else next to you and then one other. You can just keep that in your back pocket. This is the Maybe Daily. I'm Sonny Munn. I'm with Mason Termaine and it is a pleasure Hello. to be here. Hello. We are sponsored Hello. by Mintsports, mintsports.com.au and we're also sponsored this week by a very special sponsor, friend of the pod, Kyrie's Flat Earth Tours. Come on down to Kyrie's Flat Earth Tours for all your <laughs> geographical needs. We start each week with a prayer, and this week is no different. Yep. I should acknowledge how crook I am here. Like I feel like this is a running theme, but I'm the only bloke I know who can <laughs> play cricket all weekend in 30-odd degree heat and catch a cold. So, that's great. Take the peg off your nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome back. We start with a prayer. Let us pray, Mace. Let us pray that the yep. Australian men's cricket team look towards the women for inspiration and fortitude. Mm. Let us pray that the full weight of sanctions is imposed on Man City. And let us pray that we don't need to sit through any more ads just to watch blokes in helmets crawl all over each other. (laughs) In the name of... Of Darren Darren Bennett. Bennett. Got to be quicker. Ben Ben Graham. Graham. (laughs) Sav Sav Rocker. Rocker. And... And... Colin, Colin Ridgeway. Ridgeway, question mark. That household name, Colin Ridgeway. Who the hell's Colin Ridgeway? Colin Ridgeway, back in 1965, was the first Aussie to play in the NFL, mate. <laughs> Played a sum total wow. of three games for Dallas, for the Cowboys. That's impressive in 65. Wow. 65. You know what's That's more impressive? Crazy. He was a high jumper in the Com yeah. Games and the Olympics. He's an Olympian for Australia in high jump. He was the first high jumper to ever clear the seven-foot mark. Wow. So if you're, if you're fourth and goal, just get Ridgeway to Frosby flop over the top of the O-line and you're fucking <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Thanks for coming. A week's a long time in sport, mate, and it's an eternity it in your life and vice versa. How's the week been? Week's been um, pretty flat after one incident. Oh. I, um, Do we want to know? Yeah, I got... Yeah. <laughs> it was my own doing. I, um, I got done on the phone in the car by the cops. Oh. Five big points. That's not good. Straight up, five big points. I'm on one point and I lose my license. I couldn't believe it. The popo got me. How many do you start with? Twelve? Twelve. We won't go into why I got the other ones. You were down to six. <laughs> oh, no, we're going right straight to it. So, Driving fast in a school zone. <laughs> yeah, right. With your pants off. Driving fast in a school zone and then a U-turn with a cop behind me. But that's not oh, the point no. of the story, son. What, who, what were you doing that's on the phone? The Can point. I ask what you are doing on the phone? Were you looking up NBA scores or something valuable at least? No. It was not, It was just like, I think it was like changing the song or something like that. It was oh. really pathetic, but just, woo! Hey, just, Siri, is there a cop behind <laughs> me? Come on, man. I just feel like 
I feel like the popo. They're just after me. One point. Do you like feel like you're on the ra- you're on the lamb now? You've got one point. Are oh, you just yeah, like- a bit of Bonnie and Clyde stuff. Oh, like they're wow. just trying to find me. We played pub cricket yesterday, and we drove <laughs> yeah. in into the car park on the way there at Woolies. And Crazy Carl, aka Ketamine Carl, was driving, and he just pulls the pod. great friend of the pod pulls directly into a disabled <laughs> spot, and we're like, mate, pull your head in. And he looks back at us and he goes, Nah, we're right. Good mate of mine, who's a career criminal, always told me, never break two laws at once and you'll be fine. I go, oh, yeah, how's that, how's that going for the career criminal? He goes, oh, no, no, he breaks them all the time, but it's just something to keep in mind. And I go, mate, we're in a disabled spot. No one's got seatbelts. There's four blokes in the back of a van smacking Bloody Marys. I reckon you've tipped over one. And then he brings out his iPad and starts streaming the yeah. UFC on the dashboard and goes to spark oh, up a doobie. I'm like, all right, mate. It's time to move the van. Jesus Christ. So, on That's the phone, crazy. five points, all of that, nothing. Oh, Getting the five points with the cops. What was the cop like? Was she all right? Or he? Or he? <laughs> nah, he was young. He was okay. He kind of got it. He gets, yeah, he's like, you just can't do it. I've just got to give it to you. But it reminded me of a time, because the Popo's always after me, Sonny. They've been after me for years. <laughs> I feel like Ice Cube from NWA. Nah, you, yeah, you know what? <laughs> The resemblance is uncanny. Straight out of Compton, crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube. From the gang called niggas with attitudes. When I'm called off, I got a sword off. Squeeze the trigger and bodies on hold off. But it reminded me of a time on St. Kilda Road in Melbourne CBD where I got swarmed by four SWAT cars. What do you mean? Around my car. I was at um, the Belgian Beer Cafe. Yeah. I did, I swear to God, I got swarmed. Um, and I was at the Belgian beer ca- cafe on a date with this bird and oh, uh, kissed her, kissed her. So Mel's just in the room now. <laughs> no, no, I didn't kiss her. You're allowed to have had a past relationship, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you can't cheat in retrospect before you meet someone. Paranoia. Oh my god! But you've covered your paranoia by initially bragging. You saw Mel walk past and you go, "Oh yeah." So anyway, I passed her. I didn't dial. I swear. It was before your time. I needed the money. What are you on about? So there was a phalanx of cops. Four of them swarmed you. What happened? Hey, so, so we walked out of the Belgian beer cafe and I got in my car and she kept walking. So I said goodbye. I gave her another smooch. Yeah. Sounds like it's going really well, mate. <laughs> I, we left and she just kept walking. <laughs> no, this is my car here. Cops go everywhere. She's called the cops on you, mate. Like, you know when you go to the toilet in a pub and it's like, oh, if, if, if there's a creep around... You know, order a drink at the bar called the bloody whatever, purple kangaroo, and we'll know that you're in trouble. <laughs> She's just gone straight to the fucking source, triple O. Yeah, there's a creep who thinks that it's going really well because I let him kiss me. I'm going to keep walking. I'm going to need the SWAT team out here when I get out. <laughs> I can't stop thinking of how revolting a purple kangaroo would be. What would be in that? Very hoppy. Very hoppy. <laughs> really hoppy, really hoppy. So I, got, so I got in the car and then four cars swarm around me and he says... Put your hands out the window. Put your hands out the window. I'm thinking, what is going on? The fuck. Put my hands out the window. They're ho- drawing guns, no. drawing firearms, Sonny. Drawing. What, like on an easel? Like sketching them? <laughs> Come on, mime is money. They're just street performers, mate. <laughs> God, you blow things up, don't you? Out of proportion. Come on, don't talk back, huh? Mime is money. Let's go. Come on, move it. They pulled me out of the car and like pushed me onto the bonnet. What? I'm telling you. NWA styles, push me on the bonnet, checking my pants, checking everywhere. And then they get a call as they're doing it and they go, oh, sorry, mate, we got the wrong guy. All you Caucasians look the same, mate. <laughs> yeah. 
So I was holding a white bag and they said, there's a guy around here with a knife stabbing people with a white bag. Holy yeah. shit. So I go, oh, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. So they're like, yeah, it's all right. We've, someone's found him. So they all swarm off. So I drive up a bit further down St. Kitter Road and see the girl again. Oh, yeah. I, I just happened to drive up. You were stalking her. Worst date ever. She called the cops on you. They were doing street performance. And now you're stalking someone. You're a disgrace. Well, it was the worst stalking job ever because I went out, I t- put down my window and said to her, you wouldn't believe it. There's a guy around here stabbing people and then drove off. So <laughs> <laughs> I just left her. No longer together. Stranded. You wouldn't believe it. There's someone behind you about to stab you. By the way, you owe me for dinner. Fucking hell. I didn't realise until she, I saw her a couple of months later and she goes, do you know what you did? I was like, oh. The way you said saw her a couple of months later means it, it sounds to me you bumped into her. You weren't like playing it cool for four months, were you? No second date? I was in the bushes and then... then yeah, I <laughs> no saw her months date. later. No. She didn't see me. <laughs> Far out, mate. He's a peeping cop. You know what time it is? Oh, it is. Oh, well, 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 you guessed it. It's Billy's Diary. Mate, I'm telling you, yeah. this thing keeps me going. It keeps me <laughs> lifting the limits on my life. Oh. Preach to me, Billy. Preach to me. All right. Well, we're going straight to a to a marquee day here in Billy's life, in any, in any kid's life. <laughs> I really want more than a sentence, but I don't think it's coming. <laughs> These aren't Infantino sentences. Whoa. Yeah, we've got some novels coming. So this is Christmas Day, 1988. Put the pen down, bro. Christmas, <laughs> 1988. So he would have been 10. All right. For Christmas, I got a V100 cricket bat, which Viv Richards uses. Oh, geez, he knows his cricket. He's obsessed, isn't he? <laughs> He's obsessed. So good. Riding in cricket. Yeah. Today I wrote and played cricket. It's basically his whole diary, isn't it? For Christmas, <laughs> I got a V100 cricket bat, which Viv Richards uses. I also got wow. a good ball. That intimates that there's like an <laughs> evil ball somewhere. <laughs> oh, I got the evil ball for Easter. You don't want that one. Good All right. ball. <laughs> I got, Viv Richards uses I got a good ball. Table soccer, wow, bearing the lead wow. there, that's awesome. Lots of lollies, summer 89 tape, which I remember, by the way, summer wow. of 89 had yeah. the, the big hit on that from memory was Bad Medicine, the only Bon Jovi track I ever liked. Oh. <laughs> Shake it up, just like Bad <laughs> Medicine. That. Sorry, that just reminds me of that night when we were pissed doing that Bad Venison <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? That'd be a great double act with Woke Up This Morning, Got Myself a Veal, followed by Bon Jovi's Bad Venison. <laughs> Summer of 89 tape. He also got Sports Bag. School bag, hat, and autograph book. That's a pretty solid outing, He's isn't it? He's got a bit. Yeah. He's got a lot. That's not bad for Christmas. That's, cr- that's really good. Mind you, I mean, school bag, hat, eh, a ball. Like, there's ways to make this cheap. I can see what we've done here. That's, not a, pre- that's not a present. What, here's your school bag. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Here's a glass of water and some bread. Here's some coal. Sit on it and see if a diamond comes out. Far out. All right. 
about a week later, 8th of the 1st, yeah. 89. Today I wrote a letter to Alex and Dad and I went to the beach for a run. Yesterday we drove about 600 kilometres. It was boring. <laughs> At the moment, I'm listening to the cricket and Australia just got two wickets in the first two balls versus Pakistan. Oh, Give me a break with the cricket. <laughs> well, you're not going to like the next day's entry. <laughs> Jeez, that car trip sounded riveting, didn't it? 600 Ks. At least he's got the cricket <laughs> for company. 600 Ks. And all he thought of the whole trip was it was boring. Where'd they drive to? I oh, just round the block. <laughs> I just, I'm personally a little more flummoxed that, I like how people say personally. Like, of course, it's how you're feeling, you idiot. <laughs> Personally, for me, yeah. but I, it is personal because it's my dad as well. Mm. But the fact that he wrote, Dad and I went to the beach for a run. That just What's doesn't... Going on like, there? Yeah, I feel like I've just had a conniption. Dad never took me to the beach <laughs> for a run. Put the pen down, Billy. Put the pen down, Billy. <laughs> We're going for a run. Yeah, but I'm listening to the cricket. Shut up, you little shit. <laughs> Get on the stand. Dad is probably running away from him. All right, next day's entry, 9th of the first 89. I'm sure you're on the edge of your seat for this one. That's... I reckon he's in the boot when your dad's driving 600 k's. <laughs> and uh, your dad doesn't know. Your dad doesn't know. Driving 600 k's. It was yeah. so boring. He, he did it. <laughs> dad only found out when the second wicket happened. Got him, yes. Oh, shit. Something's rattling around the boot celebrating the Aussie wickets. Cop that, was him. Fucking hell, what's come from the boot? <laughs> And he opens the boot, and it's just Billy with a torch writing the diary. It is boring. Today I was held captive in my own car. Oh, it was the inspiration for the film Out of Sight. Oh, far out. All right. The next day, so he's out of the trunk. He's out of the trunk. He's got himself a safe. He's good to go. Ninth of the first 89. Australia won the game yesterday by nine runs. There's your entry. <laughs> Just for those playing at home. <laughs> Far out. Jesus Christ. All right. I'm dying for so. What else did he do, <laughs> The next page I don't think has cricket on it. Oh, beautiful. It probably will, but we'll see how we go. We'll end on this hold one. Off? Do you want to hold nah, on? Nah, we'll do one more. I just want to see if there's no cricket because <laughs> cool, it, cool. it's a novel. It's Obviously, he's got to get this off his chest. It looks big. It looks like a big poor one. Poor little thing. Yeah, mm. the poor little thing. Yeah, right. So, this is the same Arvo, 9th of the 1st, 89. At school last year, I had the grumpiest teacher in the whole school. Brackets, Mrs. Dawson. Cop that. Name and oh, shame. Yeah, wow. Jesus. I like the brackets. <laughs> Parentheses. Closest to parenting he ever got. He continues. In soccer, our team, coached by my dad, won the league. In basketball, our team, coached by mum, won all of our games. And in cricket, we came fourth on the table. Uh, lacking a good coach by the sounds of it. At school, my friends are Sean B. I remember Sean B. That was Sean Bushby. He was a gun. He was a striker. Sean B. Bushby. Andrew, Tobin, Paul G. How's this next bit? I lost three friends this year. Jesus. That sounds a bit harrowing. What was he, an Anzac? Jesus <laughs> Bayonet's time. This kid needs some vitamin D. He's bloody hell. Get outside. I lost three friends this year. Adam V, Christian, Nathan. Names and shames them. Lost them. Mm. Oh, he continues. Because all of a sudden, 
they started picking on me. Wow. Oh, Billy's diary. Oh, a bit no. of a sad note this Billy's week. Diary. Oh, wow. that's yeah. Poor wow. little thing. He'll be right. He'll Into the boot back. you go. <laughs> back in the boot, mate. <laughs> we'll be beating Pakistan in no time. <laughs> oh, fantastic. It's just the gift that keeps giving. It's Billy's diary. Hey, should we get into some sport? Well, let's do it, baby. Yeah, dog. Hey, we're flying, mate. We've only chewed up 20 minutes this time before we got into the sport. (laughs) We're getting better. We're getting better. Getting better, baby. start this week with football and unfortunately continuing the sad note former Newcastle United and Ghana winger Christian Atsu is still unaccounted for disappearing in last week's 7.8 Richter scale earthquake in Turkey it was widely reported that he'd been rescued but unfortunately that is not the case so things aren't looking good for the 31 year old journeyman fingers crossed that there's a Stuart Diver ending to this yarn yeah yeah if you were Richter Charlie Richter you wouldn't want the Richter scale named after you would you it's like (laughs) Uh, just we'll, we'll make up another name. Like, fuck it. Oh, sounds horrible. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Con- it's off the Charlie. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon Charlie's killed more people. Yeah. When, when yeah. you think about the drug and Vietnam, it's a hell of a pertinent thing, Charlie. Oh, true, true. It's right up there. And Manson. Christ. <laughs> anyway, continuing on with football, the A-League. <laughs> The A-League announced Pride Round, coinciding with Mardi Gras this year. A great initiative, and we all look forward to seeing which team goes all Manly Warringah or the Cairns Taipans in the name of inequality. Still with the A-League. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving this, by the way. I think this is fantastic that they're doing it, the A-League, doing yeah. the Pride Round. Of course. One of the great moments in Australian sport. you got to call it the Gay League, don't you? A-League to Gay League. That's so good. <laughs> yes. And we need Bob Down refing all the games. <laughs> Bob Down. Out there. Just flamboyantly parading around. And they've gone to VAR and Dame Edna Everidge has given it a pen. <laughs> Bob down. Just Molly Meldrum in goals. Yeah. Get Mount Molly in goals. Well, he could be in goals because I often see, I love a keeper who wears a hat. He's got the hat. He's fine. A-League to Gay-League. Baby. A-League to Gay-League. Get the campaign going on our Twitter. That's fantastic. Man. After game drink should be at like a Modium nightclub or something. A Modium. Excuse me? <laughs> What's a Modium nightclub look like? Worst <laughs> bar name ever. We going to a Modium tonight? How you going, mate? Yeah, getting fully chopped up, mate. Gonna go to a Modium. Oh, yeah? <laughs> mate, I love that joint. There's never a line for the dunny. Fucking <laughs> like a Modium. God almighty. We work hard. We play hard. Still with the A-League, and there was no love lost between managers Steve Corica and Mark Root. Oh, it was awesome. Their toe-to-toe spat 
It was pretty tense at the conclusion of the Sydney derby. Makes a bit of a change from the galoots invading the pitch and launching flares and sand buckets at Molly Meldrum's hat. Ah, pen. And huge news coming out of the Premier League with Manchester City under investigation for breaching the FA's financial fair play policies. Unbelievable. This process is going to take longer than the final minutes of the Super Bowl, so don't hold your breath whilst you're waiting. But (laughs) fingers crossed they cop more than a bit of a ruler over the knuckles. Oh, yeah. Please, please. To cricket, Aaron Finch retires from international cricket. The Sheffield Shield resumes. Not that anyone's watching it. Women's T20 World Cup has kicked off. And our girls have bounced back from their warm-up loss to Ireland by smashing New Zealand on Sunday. By the time you hear this, they would have already beaten Bangladesh. But also, they've got one eye on the auction for the newly formed Premier League. Some damn ladies going to get paid. I'll tell you what, Sonny. The Sheffield Shield. Love it. I love As it. As you said, you love it, you love it. But it's always been one of my ideas if they had a Bucks party, you'd go to Sheffield mm-hmm. Shield with 20-year mates. No one there. 100%. Your own bar. Yep. It's glorious. No well, one's ever done it. After we had a festival in Adelaide recently, myself mm. and friend of the pod, Bucket, we had about 12 hours to kill before our flight. And I quickly realised at breakfast, having a few mimosas, I look at the sports section and go, hang on a minute, they're playing Shield at Adelaide Oval. We were literally the only oh. two there on the hill. Just oh putting God. cans away in the sun. It was unbelievable. You're spot That's on. That's awesome. Because the good thing That's is if you best. get it really rowdy and for whatever reason one of the Bucks crew gets you kicked out, you just spend another four bucks and come back in another gate. <laughs> Sit. My brother always tells me about the time in Adelaide he was there. He had his Farmers Union iced coffee, his sports section. He was watching. He was one of about four people at the Adelaide Oval watching Buff Lehman get a triple ton. And some pissed idiot on the hill, every time Lehman hit a four, would yell out the classic, Oh, bring him on from both ends! About the bowler. (laughs) Anyway, he got kicked out for being too rowdy. And then about half an hour, 40 minutes later, on the other pocket of the entire ground, you just hear, Bring him on from both ends! (laughs) Got kicked out again, and it happened again. So this character has been kicked out and gone, yeah, it's fucking four bucks to get in. So, yeah, I'll have another ticket, thanks. Like, oh, okay, we need the money. The sacker of crying poor. It just came in. He rates that call, though. I can't resist. Bring him on from both ends. So good. And finally in cricket, the Australian men's team unceremoniously skittled for just 91 wow. in a crushing first wow. test defeat. The lowest score we've ever made in India. And former players and pundits have weighed in. And the godfather himself, AB, was not happy. They've just got to do it, you know. It's a big sort of soul-searching uh, dressing room drinkathon tonight just to try and thrash something out. But we're not, that, that's as bad as we can play. There's only one way to go from here. Old-fashioned drinkathon. <laughs> Don't worry about tactics, too many left-handers, who you got where. An old-fashioned drinkathon. And he also was talking about... <laughs> Smith giving the thumbs up and how di- disappointed he was. Play with a harder edge too. I mean, we're, we're giving blokes thumbs up when they beat us outside the old stumps, you know. The, 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 oh, thinking, well, I'm what, glad what the you're going on. <laughs> that, that, that is just ridiculous. You know, I, I don't go stupid, but play Australian hard nosed cricket. Yeah, yeah, I don't believe in giving someone a thumbs up who's beat me outside the old stump. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> Now, I don't care who you are, Steve Smith, one of the best batsmen in the world, if AB talks you down, you'd feel so small. AB. Wouldn't you? I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. It's that sort of vibe, isn't it? He was so disappointed, but the drinkathon would be it. What is a (laughs) drinkathon? You know what? It's something that I would pay top money to like go into the raffle to be in, and I reckon after about 10 minutes, I'd be like, (laughs) I'm way too intimidated. 
AB says we can't leave until we thrash it out. He's just opening stubbies with his eye and you're like, it's not a twist top. What the hell? Well, then at least drink your beer. The one shining light over in Nagpur was Todd, no middle name, Murphy's impressive debut. The bespectacled offie collecting figures of seven for 124. We may have to unpack some of those efforts if we have time. Unbelievable. Where was Head? Where was Head, Sonny? Mate. Every male group chat that was in oh, yeah. Australia was asking the same question. Nathan Lyons, <laughs> shit, where's Head? <laughs> oh, my God. Hindsight's twenty twenty, and they made the wrong choice. Yeah. But you've got to say, in terms of selections, Todd Murphy was a pretty good one. That was a great one. Amen. Our pen. Our pen. G'day, legends. Great call on dropping head, legends. I'd have done the same, legends. Let me know if you want any help with spin, legends. I'm sure you've seen my press conferences, legends. I am the king of of spin hmm hey jenny has that ever been used for a cricketer king of spin didn't think so oh and legends i will send you legends my curry recipes legends i got a new one from Tony, the key is eating the onion raw. Legends. Jenny, have you seen my ukulele? Scomo FOMO, Scomo FOMO, Scomo, he's an idiot. Scomo, 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 Scomo. To NRL now and the collective bargaining friction has ramped up with news that NRL employees made secret audio recordings of their meetings with an unknowing chief executive in Andrew Abdo. <laughs> Smooth move, guys. Joel Selwood has signed on in a leadership role with the Melbourne Storm. Coach Bellamy reportedly on the hunt for tips on how to draw penalties by ducking into tackles. The Brisbane Broncos are set to extend the contract of undisputed worst coach in the comp, Kevy Walters. He'll reportedly be receiving another two years and one million bucks to stand on the sidelines. Looking like a bloody bemused kid with concussion who's just been introduced to the <laughs> pin the tail on the donkey concept. And former Canberra Raider Terry Campisi, yes, is moving oh, into politics. Love it. Bit of goose step. It went well last time a Raider legend went to the polls. <laughs> I was just a person out there making sure that I was, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm buggered. I'm sorry. It was the shortest political career on record. I'd vote for you, Mel. I'd vote for you. <laughs> to basketball. 
Where LeBron James, heard of him, breaks the all-time NBA record for scoring. The scoring record was previously held for the past 38 years by Kareem Comover Jabbar. Then maximum seponess ensued. What did you make of this moment, oh. Mace? There's still a game on. Yeah. yeah. What are they? They lost. <laughs> well, they lost, but when it happened, there was 10.9 seconds oh. left in the quarter. I'm like, all right, well... Give them the ball, let them dribble it out, and then you can have a love-in while it's three-quarter time. Exactly. Imagine being in the opposition. You're like, hey, guys, any danger? What are they doing? They're just pathetic. They are, but it was the most Seppo thing. Like, they had pre-recorded clips from his family who were in the crowd. Magic Johnson in the crowd. Snoop had a clip. There was a clip oh, with Drake where it was like, oh. hey, I'm back, at your, yeah, I'm back at your home court where you, it all started, and it was like a gag where, like, the green screen dropped behind him and it was full of ladies at the club. I was like, cool, man. The game is still going. Like, what are you doing, guys? And everyone's on their phones. Like, I understand it. I get it. You're you're there for history, and it's like you can't help but be moved by it. And it's a massive record. It's massive. It won't be beaten again. I get it. I just think that when you see the poster of it all, it's like, guys, there's cameras there. We've got it covered. You know, like it's cool. <laughs> yeah, what you right. need is like, you know, there's designated drinkers. If you're there with two mates or you're there with your partner or something, it's just like, hey, one of us, short straw, has to film it and film it properly. The others are going to enjoy the moment. Because <laughs> you look at that footage, they're just all on their phones. Like, yeah, awesome. Can't stand it. Absolutely can't stand it. Instead of saying Costanza, it's a can't stand ya. <laughs> can't stand ya. I don't rate the stat either because the amount of threes that LeBron hit uh-huh. compared yep. to Kareem. We're getting in the weeds. I like it. Inside basketball. Yes. Kareem got majority twos. Yeah, love it. And LeBron has all the threes. That's how he got to it. So Kareem, to me, baby, mm. is the guy. You still got to beat the guy. Mate. And he always talks about the skyhook. The skyhook should be used more. Well, he was practicing the skyhook pregame for the last month or so. And it was like, oh, he's going to, like, as a nod to the skipper. Kareem, he's going to do it on that play. But you know what was weird as well? While we're on it, we're on a tangent, but that's okay. When he came in, he's in the suit. It's a headband game. It's like the most Seppo shit ever. I was watching just going, "Uh, yeah, he's getting the record tonight. It was almost like tantamount to spot fixing. (laughs) They had Kareem on the bench. They had his family there. It was a home game. Like I'm just watching going, oh, so it's just a foregone conclusion. It just shows you that if he wanted to do that, he could do it every night. It was bizarre. <laughs> They'd lose every game, but he'd get 40. It was just weird. It was just really weird. Thrawn, congratulations. With your whole heart and soul, you broke a hallowed record. You elevated the game. And more than that, like Kareem and Bill Russell and others who came before you, you challenged and inspired the nation to be better, do better, and live up to our full promise. Keep it going, man. Keep the faith. And congratulations to you and your wonderful family. Your mom, Gloria. Your wife, Savannah, and your beautiful children, Ronnie, Bryce, and Zuri. God bless you all. In the words of the great Snoop Dogg, la da 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 it's the one and only LBJ, LeBron James. Great work, baby. Appreciate the love. Love what you do. Keep doing what you're doing. More buckets, more points, more love. I mean, congrats, LeBron, but... Totally, Whatever. but it's also, like, it's the most individualistic of all team sports basketball, I think. Oh, absolutely. Speaking of which, still on hoops, and it was a bonkers trade week, uh, wrapped up in very, wow. very dramatic fashion. Our mate Kyrie is getting out of Brooklyn and has joined Luca at the Mavs, and in massive, massive news, an even bigger Nets departure is taking place. Kevin Durant is officially in the desert, and he's a Phoenix son. Incredible. Who'd be a fan? Do you follow players, not teams? How do you do it? 
It's a very player-based... 100%. Um, uh, yeah, sport. It really is. I just feel for Simmons Island. Is anyone still on Ben Simmons Island? I don't think it is now. Uh, yeah, it's just crazy. The island has an atoll on it, and I'm on that. Like, I'm a chance. <laughs> if the tides recede... Climate change is a beautiful thing, and that island could become well-populated <laughs> come Paris 2024 with the right structure around him and the yoda of Paddy Mills in his pocket. You just never know. <laughs> I was about to say, hopefully Paddy Mills is there. Has he not done enough for us, Paddy? Now we've got to fucking have him nurse him, nurse this bloke Tell through like he's it. Soprano's bloody psychiatrist. He's an adult. Get on with it, Ben. Get on with it. Get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. You were just skipping a little bit there. Still on hoops. And Mace, yeah. we're off to Oklahoma High School Basketball, where traditional oh. rivals Weatherford and Anadarko juked it out in a ding-dong battle for the ages. In the process, reigniting calls for a shot clock to be implemented at that level. Final score, Weatherford, four. Anadarko, two. Wow. Bad beat for anyone on the overs. Four-two. <laughs> must have been the most painful... There are four quarters in this game, by the way. Oh, my God. It'd be so painful. Fair piss break. You can go anytime you want. I'm such a loser that I looked up the stats on how the game played out. Anadarko went down 2-0, right? First basket, bang, lay up in the first 20 seconds to Weatherford. There's no shot clock in high school basketball across 40 states. Weatherford, yeah, not as bad as Anadarko doing. (laughs) So bad. It's like a bad prequel to Donnie Darko. No one's watching Anna Darko. Just a chick in a rabbit suit being weird. All right, mate. Any danger of taking a shot? All around me are familiar faces. Worn out places. Worn out faces. Weatherford score first. Two zip. Anna Darko go, you know what? We're just going to hold the ball. Weatherford score first. We'll be back in 40 minutes. So they just hold on to the ball because there's no shot clock until half time and then regroup. What were they hoping for? Apparently someone jacked up a three with about 20 seconds to go. Can you imagine if that went in and it was 5-4? They'd be like, this is a tactical genius. This coach is a genius. They've just got some gun who can shoot threes. Like, hey, how about shooting 20 of them a game and trying to get as many points as possible? No, no. We'll wait to the last second and hope for the best. Oh, my God. How's it's Weatherford or whatever they're called versus Anandarko and these coaches are that intense? They're into it. Oh, mate, last week there was a coach imitating an infant, basically. <laughs> yeah, true. Seppos. True. Have a good hard look at yourself. Shocking. <laughs> Speaking of things that you find shocking, we've got surfing now where Aussie Jack Robinson wins the pipeline despite his growing frustrations at being interrupted on the sand pre-dip when he was mid-Wim Hof breathing method. What? <laughs> oh, he could, he's a stressed out surfer. We finally yeah, he's, found he's, him. He must he be. He must have been the stressed out surfer. <laughs> oh, the... Jack Robinson. <laughs> Jackie, baby. You know how they all say stoked? I wish they said stressed for that as well. Dude, so stressed right now. Stressed as, man. Surfing's a source. It'll change your life. I swear to God. Are you across the Wim Hof method? <laughs> I thought you never asked. Thought you never asked. I'm aware. I'm very aware. Yeah, yeah I'm sceptical. 
it seems cultish. It seems very sort of you can achieve anything. It also seems like you're basically just, from what I can ascertain, starving your brain of oxygen to create a feeling of elation. Like, just have a nang, dude. Yeah, where's he, the rest of his name as well? Is he that cold? He can't pronounce his actual name, which is like William Hoffenheim. Like, Wim Hoff. Hoff, Hoff, Hoff. Hoff. No, that's how he's breathing. <laughs> Wim Hoff. Wim Hoff. Wim Hoff. Just put Radiohead on and suck a bulb, dude. All right. Olympics now, and it's a victory for Moscow as the IOC rejects calls for the banning of Russian and Belarusian athletes who now look set to participate in Paris 2024 under the likely blank flag. White flag or not, we know where they're from. Pretty shit effort. I don't know if it is a shit effort. It's a bit stiff. And you know what? I'm so... <laughs> you were going to let it go. No, I was going to let it go. go. I just can't, like... Because I realised it was a throwaway call that I could actually just edit out. But I'm like, no, that's unfair on the athletes that are clean. It's like, fucking hell, they're Russian. Isn't it weird, though? As a nation state, they're turds. They've invaded someone unjustly and they're killing people. So, therefore, anyone from that country, I'm like, fuck them, they're Russian. Whereas, like, can you imagine if it was like, I don't know... There was a, a a black American who did something. I'm like, ah, fuck them. They're black. It's like, whoa, <laughs> dude. Whoa. whoa ben, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's still the same thing. It's Maybe it's more nationalism than racism, but it's not good for me. Russian lives matter, mate. Fuck them. They're Russian. <laughs> I don't mind a white Russian, though. Not that I'm racist. <laughs> just the drink. Hey, careful, man. There's a beverage here, huh? <laughs> Start talking and talk fast, you lousy bum. To winter sports rarely now, where the Aussies are stocking up the trophy cabinet on the slopes of Salt Lake City. Mogul skiers Jakara Anthony and Matt Graham snagged World Cup golds, as did aerial skier Danielle Scott. Since when are we good at these sports? (laughs) All eyes, though, were on Canberra native Valentino Giuselli. The 17-year-old prodigy collected his third podium of the season and was, wait for it, quote, super hyped to be hanging out with awesome people in awesome situations. End quote. <laughs> Super awesome all round, Giselle. Is that for real? That's great. 100%. That really <laughs> yes. So you're, uh, you're a world champion. How do you feel? Super hyped to be hanging out with awesome people in awesome situations. <laughs> in fairness, hard to complain against that. Like, who wouldn't? It's not a bad answer. It's pretty I good. I can't fucking stand the term, the, the superlative super. Like, you know, when people, the cliche is like, oh, we've run out of superlatives. But everyone just uses super now. How are you, mate? Super hungry. Okay. <laughs> You're not starving or famished or peckish. No, no, super hungry. <laughs> it just shits me. Oh, we got to keep moving. I'm sorry. I'm super. Thanks for asking. All things considered, I couldn't be better. I must say, I'm feeling super. No, nothing bugs me. Everything is super when you're... Don't you think I look cute in this hat? Motorsport now, where the Bathurst 12-hour race. Oh, my God. 12 hours. 12 hours. You'd hate to get done on your phone just as you're about to pull in. You? <laughs> Five points, mate. 12 hours later, where the winner, Kenny Habul, declared he, quote, drove the balls off the car. Hmm, okay. <laughs> Oddly specific. That's unreal. <laughs> Before bizarrely stating he would then, quote, run around the track naked, then go on to drink a lot tonight. End quote. Yeah. <laughs> It's usually done in reverse order, Kenny, but enjoy getting sloshed and reminiscing about your sober public exposure. Here's hoping for Kenny's sake that the cagless car remain the only thing stripped of its agates on the treacherous Bathurst circuit. Still with motorsports. To Jug Lovin' Russia and the patron saint of BAPS, 
St. Petersburg, where it was a case of fun bags to airbags when rally car driver Victor Osmanov <laughs> crashed after becoming understandably distracted by a female spectator when she flashed her tits at him mid-race. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's High speed, flash, off the course. How did you feel? I was driving me balls off and I just sat on over. Driving me balls off, ran around naked, lost five <laughs> points on the phone, tits in me grill, crash. What a sport. Don't I have a nice rack? Victor thankfully came away relatively unscathed with just a few minor lacerations to his raging boner. <laughs> Unlucky, Victor. Jeez, there's no street sign for that, is there? Warning! Areola ahead! <laughs> left, left and right. Easy right. Right, Easy left, right. left, Medium left, right. boobs. Left. Tits. Rack, rack on left. What, what, what? Bath plug nipples. <laughs> what? No specific. Possibly lactating. Jesus! Crash. Unseen easy right. 50, easy left. 50 grid, 100 road. I tell you what, though, if there was a street sign for that, it would be that equestrian chick on the country roads, that buxom ponytailed glamour. Oh, I have quite the obsession with that two dimensions. My favourite street <laughs> sign. I, oh God, we're on tangents today. I'm sorry, yeah. but my favourite street sign is the one where you're driving along like a, a mountain or a cliff face, and they've got like rocks falling. Warning: rocks falling. Yeah, down in Wollongong, it's everywhere. <laughs> Good to know. Cool. <laughs> what do you want me to do about it? Close the convertible. That's about the only thing. All right, stop cranking the Beach Boys and cruising for chicks. There might be a fucking bit of sediment on your skull. What are you supposed to do with that sign? Warning, gravity. All right, shit. Thanks, guys. Maybe on the back of the sign it tells us what to do? Yeah, yeah, no. I just strap a helmet on the back of it. Someone will look. Warning, assholes are closer than they appear. To tennis briefly, and Novak Djokovic mm. has been provisionally placed on Indian Wells waiting list, but is unlikely to be led into the country, boo bloody who, to the true gentleman's pastime now of UFC, where Russia's Islam Makhachev defeats Aussie hopeful Alexander Volkanovsky, fair names, albeit in controversial fashion. And if you saw the winner's bonce, it certainly didn't scream success post-blue. However, the big news took place just outside the octagon on Rotnest Island, where Markachev and his entourage of meat-headed pugilistic dullards were seen feeding the local quokkas. Big no-no, guys. From all reports, the quokka eventually tapped out after being felled by a patented Markachev roundhouse to the face. What are your thoughts on either feeding quokkas or the UFC in general? I have no idea what you just said in that last couple of paragraphs. Absolute madman. Rambling. Absolute I'm not well. Pig I'm Latin. not well. Fair names and the quokkas were getting tapped out by the Makachevs. What is going on? Shinbo news. God, I've got anxiety. Something about a UFC gone rotness style and patting a quokka. Yeah, I haven't got much to say about that, to be honest with you. Quokka is just a ridiculous term for an animal. Oh, that's cute. What's that? Quokka. Yeah, right. I'm just going to sit over here. Bless you. What's it called? Mozzletop. Quokka. The island was named by Dutch explorers in the 17th century who equated the quokkas with large rats and named the island Rottenest, which is derived from the Dutch word Rottenest, meaning rat nest. And finally, my Monday night indoor football team, the FC Diggerbats, resoundingly defeat top team Shush FC 5-2. Hey, how did your team go? I forgot to ask. Can't believe you. Oh. You got done. 
game was cancelled due to rain. I'm sorry, what? Game was cancelled due to rain. This has been going on for 10 years at this stadium. What? There's a hole in the roof, and every time it rains, no. the games get cancelled. Did you play Rego? Yeah, guess what I wrote to Mal, the girl who runs the stadium. Did you say it was going to rain oh. threes, and I'm surprised <laughs> you couldn't clean up all the splashes I normally drop from the arc? Let it rain! Rain dance! White chocolate! Rain dance! Rain drops! I'm burning. I'm burning. Come out. Come out. I wrote, Hi, Mal. When are you going to get this bloody roof fixed? Oh, harsh words. Yours sincerely. Yours sincerely. Yours sincerely. So passive aggressive. <laughs> so passive. I felt bad for saying bloody. It's so passive. Hope you're well. Yeah. How are the kids? <laughs> so what? They cancel it. Indoor sport. Indoor sport. So if I look out the window and see a bit of rain, I'm like, oh, it's We're washed look, out. There's a, there's a hole in the roof. We're washed out. Hey, how was game seven in the NBA finals? Ah, uh, wash out, mate. <laughs> Oh, fair enough. Don't know why they schedule it in these wet climbs. Why do they fix it? Fix the hole. Go up there. I'll go up there. Oh, yeah, you'll go up there, will you? <laughs> Ease up. Ease. I was on your side until... All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa. I don't know, man. That sounds like a lot of work. Okay, so you didn't play, but I'll tell you who did compete this weekend. My nephew, George, taking out dual gold medals oh, in the Jorge. West Australian Regional Surf Lifesaving Beach Sprints. That kid can run. Absolute future gold medal, that kid. You will be talking about him. Right, it's just pick a sport. Same as his sister yeah. and the leader. Absolute gun. But I've just realised right. he's great at running on the beach. Billy's diary, he's... it's in the jeans. Oh Go for runs on the beach with your it's dad. In the jeans. Oh, detective work. I like it. Oh, wow. That's the week in sporting headlines. Wow. Yeah, got any sports headlines? You don't talk about sporting stories, you unpack the narrative. It's time to unpack the major narratives of the sporting suitcase of this week. And here at the Maybe Daily and at Mint Sports in general. Yeah. We want to acknowledge that all sport is mint. We do believe all sport is mint. Some sport is just more mint than others. And we're here to celebrate the joyous absurdity of sport. And we're also here to call out the immense bullshit and pointless pageantry. And when it comes to immense bullshit and pointless pageantry, no one does it better than the US of A. And never is it more prevalent than in this worldwide event, the Super Bowl. Who's ready for some football? Super Bowl time. Before we get into it, Mace, because I've got a feeling I know what your angle is, this was a cracker. This was an absolute humdinger. It was back and forth. Pat Mahomes cements his legacy. He's MVP, securing a Kansas City Chiefs their second Super Bowl victory in the last four years. It's time to start thinking about a dynasty. They downed the E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles. 38-35. to could have used some of Oklahoma High School basketball defensive nous there. And that meant our Aussies were left on the wrong side of history with ex-AFL player Aaron Sipos and rugby league discard Jordan Mailata falling just short. What'd you make of the game? This fucking sport is shit. <laughs> this is what I came for. It's not a sport. Wow. It's not a sport, man. It is not a sport. It's a Super Bowl of turd soup. <laughs> That's what this is. I've never seen a sport. I'm literally listen. 
Go, go. I've never seen a sport rely on everything around the actual fucking sport. Right. Everything around it controls what this game is all about. So you mean it's entertainment, it's ads, it's punting, it's all this sort of stuff. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you what, the halftime show, I think they need to go a bit bigger. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> Jesus Christ. How much would that cost? I, the amount of dancers alone and the and the, and like bumping in a stage in and out in half time. Are we talking oh, a couple of mil just insane. to put that on? Well, I found I read a stat today, oh, yeah. unfortunately. About the Super Bowl, that it took two years to grow the grass for the game. Mate, they were slipping everywhere. Eight hundred k. They were slipping everywhere today. Eight hundred k. We're yelling at each other. Of course they were. Mate, they they dead set. I'm not joking. They were slipping, and I heard someone post game go, "Yeah, but you know what? They're only slipping on the painted surfaces and the logos. Guess what? They're in the middle of the field, guys." Give me a fucking spell. Hey, I'll tell you what. Can you remember Super Bowl? Freaking HL or whatever their <laughs> Roman numerals. Who won that one? No, you can't. Why do they go the Roman numerals? <laughs> I hate it. But you'll never remember who won that game. All you remember is some old mole got her tit out. <laughs> What's her name? Janet Jackson. Some old mole! <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> With Justin Timberland. Let's just do word of associ- word association. Um, sky. Blue. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Breakfast. Veal. Okay. Uh, some old mole. Janet Jackson. <laughs> what the fuck? There was an earthquake in the television business. That was truly not my intention. Dustin exposed Janet's breasts to the world on live TV. It was an accident. Enraged, the king of CBS became obsessed with destroying Janet's career. Saying heads will roll. Literally and emotionally gagged. The amount of flexing after they make a tackle. Just the flexing. Oh, that does my nut in. You're doing your job. Can you imagine someone at McDonald's doing that? Like, oh, here's your cheeseburger, mate. And he's like spiking the Coke. Like, yeah! It's one tackle and you're losing by 10 points. Put your head in. Exactly. This is what I'm talking about. And you know what else does my head in? Emotions. When they're fucking crying at the national anthem. Yes, it's a good anthem, but keep it together. Is it a good anthem? Ramparts. Like, I know I'm not throwing shit over the fence without looking in my own backyard. Our anthem right. is putrid and it needs to be changed for a lot of reasons. To back in black. Get that Union Jack off our flag while you're at it. But anyway, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that needs to be done about that. Oh. Their coach today, the, the Eagles coach, is bawling his eyes out, but he's doing Hollywood tears where you're just blinking them straight down, single drops. What's and going I'm like, on? Mate, I don't want the guy running plays to be sitting there bawling his eyes out about ramparts and explosions and our flag was still there. And I'm a bit pissed off because it was a country singer and I unloaded on the anthem to be over two minutes and it was under. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's all about the shit around the sport. (laughs) Football's so great. I don't think there's a sport that has more relied on having money on it to enjoy it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I need to have 50 bucks on this thing. I don't know if you heard the New York City Wade podcast that we did throughout the week. Oh, with yeah. uh, our Super Bowl extravaganza. Brilliant pod. It's a bloody expensive day. Oh, 200 bucks a ticket. I know. I said to him, why wouldn't you just put 50 bucks on it and watch it at home? Any unusual bets being made? Of course it's bets being made. It's a Super Bowl. 
Have you ever been? Have you been live? Have you been to the States? No, but I've watched... Oh, hang on. I can't call it the States. I can't call it the States because I haven't been there for an <laughs> extended period of time. They're the rules. Oh, so, yeah, You can only right, give a country okay. an abbreviation if you've been there. All right? you be, you, I learned that one in KL. <laughs> that was the Super Bowl. No one can remember the score to Super Bowl KL. <laughs> Super Bowl KL <laughs> yeah, when they played in Malaysia. Yeah. No, but have you been? I haven't seen one in the, in the United States of America, but I've seen one... You can say States. You've been there. In the, true. I've seen one in Japan at Kobe. Have you? It was a terrible game. I fucking hated <laughs> it. The best thing about it was the cheerleaders. They were incredible. I just watched the cheerleaders the whole time. It was just <laughs> unbelievable. And I was sitting there watching it. Okay. Watching the cheerleaders, not watching the game. Let me make that clear. And an old Japanese guy comes up to me and goes... Are you the father? Are you father? And I'm thinking, what? What, f- what are you talking about? Yes, I am your father. No, he goes, are you the father? Are you the father? <laughs> I said, of who? And he goes, the quarterback. I was 23. What? I was 23. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Well, hang on a minute. Is this in Japan, the same country where <laughs> on a train, a bloke asked you if you're a Swedish sumo? Yes. It's just confusing. So you're a Swedish sumo <laughs> or a parent of, how old? Was it under 12s game? Who's the quarterback? Johnny Magnuson from Sweden for the quarterback for the... Chet <laughs> Wilson is coming back in and his chiseled jaw is going to be on the O-line. <laughs> so not a good game day experience. Shocking. Far out. Shocking. Hey, what's with the... Like, even the sidelines. The sidelines are, are two metres of painted white. Why do they need a two-metre strip of paint? Yes. When every other sport on the planet has a a line. Oh, no, we better just keep painting it. Maybe it's just to keep the fucking 4,000 people with headsets on on the sidelines. Why is there so many people there? Was it a gaming convention? Oh, waiting for the subway at Piccadilly Circus. What is going on? Thousand people at peak hour. (laughs) What are they all doing there? Even the term Super Bowl. What's that mean? What are they on about? Super. Oh, Super Bowl. We're going to Disneyland, baby. Super. Super. What about when the well, the coaches cover their mouth with the, the scorecard when they're trying to make plays? Like there's three lip readers over there that have studied lip reading. Well, you know what? There might be three lip readers because there's enough on the sidelines. Half of <laughs> them are probably lip readers. Coach, coach. They've got the headsets on in case they speak Spanish or something. And they've got the, the plays in like a massive laminate sheet. Like, oh, they've got hundreds of plays. Oh, yeah. Is this the one where they give it to the quarterback and he throws it to someone? I needed an A3. Yeah, better, better print that up. I'm going to need that in an A2 laminate sheet. Fucking righto, mate. He's looking at the coach. He's, what's he saying? He's saying, shave the goat's back. Like, lip reading? He's got no idea what he's talking about. Shave the goat's back. I know. Shave the goat's back. I he's know. going for the shave the goat's back. Shave the goat's back. <laughs> the hell shave the goat's back? I don't know. It's just ridiculous. I'm ready to go in, coach. Just give me a chance. I know there's a lot riding on it, but it's all psychological. Just got to stay in a positive frame of mind. I'm going to execute a button hook pattern super slow mo. 351! 351! What about some of the terms? Like, you talk about goats, what about uh, pigskin? Oh. <laughs> you fan of that? Touchdown, yellow lad, I just ran across the line. Didn't touch shit down. What is going on? Yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> that is a great, that is a, that's a Mace's that music. That is a real musing right there. Mace's musings. Thinking. Thoughts. Why do they call it a touchdown? They don't touch anything down. 
you call it a run over a, a, a touch in a walk in a step over mind you in rugby in rugby league in rugby union they call it a try you didn't try you did it should be called a did oh, yeah that's just true. scored a did that's a good i think point. it's because they used to say if you score you can try and convert it so i think that's where it came from the length of this game is oh slower than english patient Billy in the boot going 600 Ks could get back in time for the fourth quarter. I'm telling this thing. That's two diary entries. <laughs> Bad game. Next. Yeah. 13th of the 2nd, 2023. It's still going. Two minute warning was nine minutes ago. I timed it today. The last two minutes went for just over nine minutes. And that's going well for American oh my sports. God. That is good. You're so spot on. It revolves around all this bullshit pageantry of halftime entertainment. Have you seen that they're going to be a Doritos ad? They're going to be doing Breaking Bad stuff? Yeah, awesome. Go and eat some more chips, you fucking nard. It does my head in. Let's go to the pub and uh, spend 80 bucks on a bucket of warm Budweiser's and some chicken wings and then get shit-faced and have to have a nap at four in the Arvo. How awesome Super Bowl Monday. Fuck off. Now stay tuned for six hours of exciting football action. Yep, my my belt. We're here now. Let's keep going. Because US yep. sports in general, I just hate the, the... I understand with travel and the amount of games they play that they have yep. to do the conferences. But I hate that conference system because it robs you of the best rivalries in finals. Like, we're never going to see a Bulls versus yeah. Knicks final series in the 90s. A really good point. It just... Uh, it shits me. There's got to yeah. be a way around that. Whether it's seedings in playoffs or something, maybe play the regular season that way. But it just does my head in that you can never have... So those two teams today have only played each other incredible. like nine times. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. A couple of sporting things from it today yeah. we'll just quickly get into because we really <laughs> railed on that. Um, I mean, I hope you enjoyed it. I did. Yeah. I feel cathartic. I was wearing pants when that started. I've looked down and it's like I was in a rally car accident. You know what happened? I don't believe it. Now my pants are chafing me. First time in Super Bowl history that both quarterbacks were black athletes. So that's something. Our Aussie, Jordan Mylata, he weighs in at over two metres tall and 166 kilos. Officially known in the medical parlance as Brick Shithouse. He's a really big fella. Oh, by the way, that weekend podcast with New York City Wade, our man not so on the ground. Yeah. As I'm leaving his house, packing everything up, see you later, mate. Thanks for having me. I'm out the door. I go, so that's pretty cool that you got to meet Jordan Mylata. And then he goes into this unbelievable story about how he goes, yeah, he came around for dinner. What? I ordered uh, Indian. You should see. He ate like I had to reorder. He ate so much. He brought his own esky with his own piss. He brought a speaker so he could play his own tunes. I'm like, hey, dude, <laughs> oh I spent God. 10 minutes asking you about your chili recipe. <laughs> you had the only star we've got in the whole comp over for dinner. Hey, Marissa, it's me. Uh, listen, uh, I'm probably going to be in the neighborhood a little bit later. Uh, know if uh, you want to get together for uh, frozen yogurt sometime or maybe even a whole meal of food if that'd be agreeable there's too many players like too many there's 53 53 are on the active roster 53 yeah that is the population of a country high school that's like castleman high 53 punting annoys me i don't know why punting annoys me but just does the way they kick it it's so fucking annoying just like get on with it just it's just bullshit the whole thing's bullshit (laughs) 
And what about the refs? One whistle is enough. Oh. The repetition of the whistle. Tweet, 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 tweet. Tweet, 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 tweet. Oh, like, fuck, we know you're there, mate. Flag on the play. Tweet, tweet, tweet. There's like seven of them in footlocker gear and they call themselves a crew. Yeah, we're the all-star crew. I heard them described as the all-star crew oh today. Oh, my God. They had the coin toss and the ref's like giving a speech. Mate, not about you. <laughs> okay, so the head of the coin is a representative of the Super Bowl's history and the, the tails <laughs> is actually a... We don't give a fuck, mate. Toss it. <laughs> and then they call it before it's in the air. That is a disgrace. Anyway... Are you, you look nude now. You've lost your pants and now your shirt. <laughs> I actually was really looking forward to getting into this so that I could hear you get angry about the Super Bowl. And I think I've just, I think I've just taken over. I'm sorry. Yeah, I love it. Seppos. Shit sport. He seems to have some difficulty letting go of the game. Has he had a long history of mental illness? As long as I've known him. How do you reckon you'd go at looting? <laughs> So when they win or lose, the, the home team or the, the winning team or whatever, they always just end up looting. You just walk in and steal a pair of shoes and then a week later go and hand them back or something. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, probably, probably. <laughs> I'd be a real socks and jocks guy. That's all I'd be going for. You just go into like Lowe's <laughs> and like get some singlets. I feel like that's what I'd go for if Apocalypse came and I'm like, I just what do I need? What do we need? What do we need? Socks and jocks. No, we need guns. We need guns. No, we don't. I don't want to chafe while we're running away from people. We need cans of beans and wife runs. Oh, I've got a crossbow. No, no. Oh, settle down. All right. Have we covered the Super Bowl? Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs on an amazing sporting victory. We're, we're in awe. We're in awe of what you can do for 12 games of a season. 12 games. Fuck me dead. 12. Fucking broke a sweat. Oh, that's well and truly unpacked. I don't think anyone was tuning in for the Super Bowl, but if they were, <laughs> sorry, apologies. Man, what's going on within our world? And just a whole bunch of truth and conspiracy. I was just like, whoa, this is too much for me. And then I come out and say that. And then, whoo, yeah. reaction it got. Yeah, because it got, people but, think maybe your brain collapsed or no, something like it that. Did it. it did it. No, it did it. Kyrie's Flat Earth Tours. What's up? It's really me, Kyrie Irving. I'm beyond sport, and I am the truth. Come with me on a journey to the great unknown which I have solved. I'm a problem solver, not only on the basketball court, but also on topics I have never studied. After watching Higher Learning for the first time, I now know how everything works in life. Loyalty is a myth, but the truth will always set you free. And the truth is that the Holocaust wasn't real, and the earth is clearly flat. With only three easy payments of 49 Irvings, that's my own currency I've created, I'll take you on a tour of the flat world, from left side to the right side. It may take us a while, but trust me, I'm a basketball player, and clearly I know what I'm doing. It will flat out blow your mind, mind, mind. Kyrie's Flat Earth Tours, because the truth is everything. These Super Bowl commercials are weird. Have we got time to really quickly unpack the one silver lining of the India tour in Murphy? My favourite part of the week was watching this man. 
Ah, oh, then we've got to talk about it. Seven for on debut. Bizarrely, all four main bowlers in this match for Australia all had five wicket hauls on their debut. Lions, Cummins, Boland, and now Great stat. the man without a nickname. These are the third best debut figures for an Aussie in Test cricket history. Wow. Jason Crazier at the same venue being one of them with eight for. Wow. He's the youngest slow bowler to take five for on debut for Australia. He basically out-bowled his teammates. Boland was probably next best. The thing that concerns me is that he hasn't got a nickname yet. Well, Murph Gun was mine, like Nerf Gun, Murph Gun. Murph Gun's strong. Murph Gun. Nerf Gun. And Nerd is there, Murph Murphy's Gun. Law. Murphy's Law. Murphy's yeah. Law, if he does something, it's pretty obvious, yeah. He's got a... F- Todd's a really shit name. Todd's a stinker. He's got a fair set of peepers on him. Like, he's got major Coke bottle specs. I feel like he'll cop some bullshit Harry Potter stuff. But we need to get something for him because he's got no middle name as well. Yeah, he needs to do something. Maybe in the drinkathon. Maybe we don't leave the drinkathon until we thrash out a nickname for the Murph Gun. Yeah, yeah. I do like Murph Gun, but he's done one thing for the nerds of cricket. He's given them life. The best. For all those the best. dickhead nerds playing cricket. And there are plenty. He's the poster boy. Nerd! It's one of those weird things where you see, and he is quite a nerdy dude, and he's definitely a cricket nerd. Like, he's a cricket tragic. His whole family are. He's awesome. I love it. But I've always found it weird when someone wears glasses, you're like, what a nerd. It's like, no, it's, it's like when someone has a black eye, you're like, wow. Like, the instant reaction is like, fuck, that guy's tough. It's like, no, he got hit. He's pathetic. He's weak as piss. Someone hit him. You know what I mean? Like, if you had bruised knuckles, you're tough. You're the one who's inflicting the pain. True. So when you see someone True. with glasses, it's like, oh, who's this bloody erudite, well-read nerd? It's like, no, they've just got a deficiency with their vision. Nothing intelligent started, about was it. it the re- was it Revenge of the Nerds that started... The nerd wave of like, is that was that the start of knowing what like people nerds exist? Were nerds, yeah. Where did that begin? Was it with Revenge of the Nerds one? And is this another Mace's music? <laughs> Where did nerds begin? I think it was with the confectionery, nerds and dweebs. <laughs> nerds, 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 nerds. What is a nerd? <laughs> <laughs> Nerds saw me naked. <laughs> nerds! Girl, nerds as good as you. He is a goober. Massive goober. They said, what are you bowling, Murph Gun? He said, going to go right arm goober over the wicket. <laughs> He's got a real goober left like leg flick before he walks totally. in. Totally. Do you notice totally. that little goober flick he does? Yeah, totally. But to my point about him not necessarily being a goober despite looking like one. He's a proper prodigy. Like, he's from Echuca or Moama or somewhere around that area. I was about area. to ask what his story was, yeah. So he debuted in the under-sevens as a four-year-old, which sounds like a ridiculous stat. But when you think about, if you know anyone with a four-year-old, you're like, hang on, that's a that's half of their age is almost eight. It's under-sevens. It's like, it's pretty weird and impressive and odd that they're like, hey, four. get that four-year-old to come and bowl. Yeah, it's odd. It is odd, right? <laughs> what? He also, in the under-14s, in the Moama district area, wherever that comp is in Echuca, he kicked about 115 goals for footy in the under-14s. Like he was a footy prodigy as well. Oh, my God. He was discovered bowling. He, he was a medium pacer. So his house, all right, I'm going to cricket nerd out here, but Go it. brother Joel's a stodgy opener and his old man's a cricket nut. And his old man built their house when they moved houses when, he was, when they were kids. They built a room downstairs. That, it's the only room in the house that has a completely concrete floor purely so that his boys could play cricket and footy inside without doing any damage to floorboards or anything like that. So they have a cricket pitch inside. They also had an outdoor cricket net in their backyard that he docked it up so that he could play out there. So mint. 
they're down at the nets one day at training, and there's a cricket scout there who goes, who's this bloke here bowling offies? Now, at the time, Murphy was a teenager, so he's well into his cricket, and he was a medium pacer. And they go, no, nah, no, nah, that's our medium pacer. He's just mucking around. He goes, well, he's the best offie I've seen in the last fucking however long. Wow. And then he had to convince his old man. The old man's like, he's not going to be an offie. No son of mine. No son of mine's being an off spinner. <laughs> he's going to be a goober. God damn it. You're a McDonald, not a whore. The scout said to the old man, mate, he's basically as good as any first-class cricketer I've seen in terms of off-spin, so he's no longer a medium pacer. So he, he wasn't even an offie. Wow. I hate to say the cliche, but he looks like he fits. He looks like he fits oh, in. Yeah. This could be a real mantle sort of passing of the baton. Is it the passing of the torch? It could be, it yeah. Is. I really think so. I really think so. Lion looks more and more frustrated, more and more grumpy. How's Lion's whole look? Head. How's his head? Fucking hell. It's like... Robocop with the helmet off. Has that neck just had an idea? Oh, no, that's a light bulb on top of it. Like, his skull is... The heat is, like, inflating it. Yeah, but it's like he's... You know, some people, they don't sweat because they're, they're, they're... Like, I'm a sweater. I've got the pat rafters. I sweat just thinking about it. Mm. And some people, just there's no pores in the skin, so they just get red cheeks or whatever. He's got this weird combination of both... But it also looks like, it almost looks like the sweat beads are going up, like they're anti-gravity. Like, he's just got such a weird bounce. It really is. It's yeah. It freaks me out. It makes me think he's a bad bowler. Just looking at him. Did you see that guy's balls? Yeah, they were weird looking. Going back to the AB comments about, like, being more hard-nosed, and, like, I've got a lot of mates who are cricket fans, and yeah. everyone's like, oh, it's, we're soft. We're soft. It's bullshit. It's hilarious to me because it's like, okay, for starters, India have had 57 tests at home in the last 10 years and have lost four of them. Not series, tests. Like They don't lose at home. So we should have known that we we're going to be shit. Yeah. Uh, maybe not that shit, but yeah. we probably should have been. Yeah. The first innings is more disturbing to me that we only got 170-odd when we should have made big runs. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. that's by the by, right? Everyone's all railing against us for being soft now. For 10 years when we were beating everyone, it was like, Oh, we're assholes. We're too hard. Uh, I hate it. And now that we're nice, they're like, we're too soft. It's not good. Basically, when you're winning, I want you to be nice. And when you're losing, I want you to be an asshole. It's ridiculous. But I never want you to lose, so don't be an asshole. (laughs) Unless you're losing, in which case, you should have been an asshole. It's just like, what do you guys want? You want us to win, but then we're arrogant for winning. Like I just, They're not hiding to nothing it's this impossible. month. impossible. It's impossible. Like a month ago, everyone's like, what a likable team. They're so nice and they're such good role models. We get obliterated against the best spin attack on their home turf. And it's like, they're soft. They're weak as piss. <laughs> Dr. Chopper prescribes you harden the fuck up. I've got a little bit of amusing for you that just popped mm. up in my head. Mace's mm. music. Thinking thoughts. Why is it called cricket? Mace's musings. Thinking thoughts. Ah, <laughs> uh, pen. I think that's a weird. <laughs> question because that you can basically say that about anything why is it called a house why is a noun a noun you know Nah, i want you to study that shit i want you to know the etymology of cricket all right well i'm actually surprised you didn't know i thought you'd be all all over it just like oh come on mate 
clearly it's, it's because... actually i think it's because that's the noise that was made when you asked that question <laughs> just crickets <laughs> It started at a Sheffield Shield. There was no crowd. Yeah, that's right. And then the test match cricket is a bit more elevated, so you get a few crickets watching that one. <laughs> have we pretty much covered everything off apart from what cricket is, mate? I think we have. Oh, wow. What's coming up during the week for you, mate? Hey, what have we learned? 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 Super Bowl shit. Fair enough. That's what I've learned. Super Bowl's fucking shit. The Super Bowl's actually awesome. I reckon the sport might be shit, but the Super Bowl's mad fun because you get to mock it. What colour's the Gatorade going to be? Is Rihanna going to open an umbrella? Like, are you fucking kidding, guys? I love it. I love it. What have you learned, Sonny? Um, I learned I'm the only bloke who can play cricket all weekend in 30-odd degree heat and catch a cold. That was a bit much. How many runs did you make? Tell me how many runs you made. I was LB for 94. <laughs> it's going to sting for a while. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the tea break, I came off. And I count my runs in my head because normally it only has to go to single yeah. figures. I thought I was 77. And someone goes, mate, you're batting well. You're on 71. And I was like, all right, fair enough. That's only that's six runs I've got to make up somewhere. That's bad counting. And then I fell six short of a ton. Oh, and I was man. like, oh, I had those head. six in my head. That were mine. So I, I learned never to count ahead. Pretty never to count score, six though. runs ahead. 94, fucking hell. At least I'm not American. Can anyone get in touch with us? Yeah, if they want to, how yes, do they get in yes, touch yes, with yes. you can. You can get us on Twitter at maybe under underscore underscore daily. Not maybe under, maybe underscore underscore daily on Twitter. Do you have a stutter and Tourette's? What happened then? <laughs> I know social media is an echo chamber, but you don't actually have to say everything <laughs> twice. We're on Twitter at maybe underscore underscore daily. We're on Instagram at maybe <laughs> underscore underscore daily. Follow us and like our shit. Please. You sounded like you were giving the codes in like under siege or something. Okay, six, one, niner, maybe, underscore, underscore, Tommy Lee Jones, great performance, daily. No way a chef would kill that many people. Okay. Eating raw meat, eating raw meat. Why is he eating raw meat in that movie? In under siege? So weird. He starts eating raw. Yeah, he? he starts eating raw meat. What? Yeah, like it's ham. Really? Got to go back to the tape. Got to go to the tape. I've got to go to the tape. You've got to go to the tape. All right, so this episode won't come out till probably right, Wednesday night now because I've got to go watch Under Siege. <laughs> Pour through the tape. Go to the vision. VAR. Anyway, we're rabbiting on. That's all from us. So have a cracking week in sport. The Maybe Daily will be back next week. It's probably going to be on a Monday or a Tuesday. We'll see how we go. We appreciate all your feedback. Thanks to the good sports. At Mint Sports. Thanks oh, to yeah. Kyrie and his Flat Earth Tours. <laughs> Thanks to you, Mace. Thanks to you, Sonny. You're one of the good guys. I love you, mate. You Stay love mint. You too. Stay mint, Sonny. And fuck the Super Bowl, eh? Hey? <laughs> so shit. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about shitting again on the podcast, but oh, fuck me dead. It is like... You're in the wars, are you in the trenches? You're in the yeah, shit trenches? I've got um, check it, check it. I've got check it. Check oh, it, really? check what, it. Oh, Parker. check it. Me. I just fucking got oh, something. you just can't good. trust anything. Just the back tap, tap flap. Yeah. Tap hole. Tap ass. That's no good.
Wait, was something you ate or is it lifestyle issues or what? It's like, <laughs> how deep did you, you, you get? You're in a safe you space, so mate. You're in a <laughs> safe space here. Don't worry. Each to their own. You guys have got to mix it up. You've been together for a while. We're only talking about my shit, Doc. <laughs> God. Mate, you're talking to someone who shoots nothing but brown lasers out the back cat flap, so. Oh, man. You're fine. Red hot. It's just like I, um, I poured hot coffee mm. and it's just instantly come out the back end at Crikey. the same temperature. Not lukewarm. Yes. You know, um, an ex-girlfriend of mine, friend of the pod, um, her mate, her mate's <laughs> last name is Luke. And it wasn't until she was like in her 30s that she heard someone else mm. describe the temperature of water as lukewarm. And she's like, oh my God, you guys do that too. She thought that lukewarm was just the term they had for their house for like... If they had a bath, it's how hot do you want it? Oh, lukewarm. Like they had their own temperature. <laughs> like he had a temperature that he always Termain warm. Yeah. By the way, by the way, weird surname. Luke. Yeah. Luke. Yeah, first name's actually something yeah. like, you know, McDonald. It's a full last name. McDonald Luke. <laughs> what? It's reverse yeah. reversal. Have you got the buddy um the lukewarm bum squirt? Yeah, Jesus. killing me. It's like I swallowed acid or something, a barrel of acid. A whole barrel. Pretty impressive, isn't it? Mate, I've got an asshole <laughs> like the Japanese flag, so you're in safe company here. All right. G'day, g'day, g'day. That's three of the best for you.